Popovich is making it clear he's evaluating talent. Let's put Julian on the hot seat. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs. We're here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kins 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hope everybody's having a great um, work week and hanging in there halfway through. Hey, this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash NBA to get on your way to being your best self. So what are we talking about today? Well, Popovich has been saying they're evaluating talent ahead of next season. Who's going to stay? Who's going to go? Who's looking for an NBA job? And we're going to put the first person on that hot seat. He is Julian Champagne. Uh, does he, has he done enough to earn himself a spot on the San Antonio roster? Or he's likely going to be Austin Bound. And also a salute to LaMarcus Aldridge. He recently announced his retirement. We'll look back at his career. And at least some fans are saying that his jersey, Spurs jersey, should be retired, which is weird because that's the same Bruce Bowen's number. So double jersey retirement. Who knows? We'll dive into that and much, much more. And making his way back here after a long time away that pains me. He is James Pledger with San Antonio Sports Star. Follow him on Twitter at I am Pledger. He is co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover. James, we missed you here at Lockdown Spurs. I know, man, but I feel honored. I'm here for the champagne talk, so let's do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're popping champagne on champagne for you as you make your return here at Lockdown Spurs. <laughs> James, James is a very busy person. He's moving up at the San Antonio Sports Star, so we got him. We got him here. We're going to make the best of it. Right here on Lockdown Spurs. A uh, pleasure. So Popovich is making it very clear pre and post game uh, in the last month or so that they are evaluating talent. Who's going to mm-hmm. stay? Who's going to go? Who's going to earn themselves an NBA job moving forward? This team is in full rebuild mode. That's part of it. And there's one person who could be or could not be in a Spurs un- San Antonio uniform. That is, that's Julian Champagne. Uh, you, you know, great shooter. Young kid, you know, very humble, but he's definitely a bubble player. James, your thoughts? I mean, yeah, he's a bubble player. I mean, this whole year has been about player development and kind of what the future may hold. Uh, Bassey was one of those players. We saw him get rewarded with the contract. We know, you know, Keldon and Devin and Malachi and Blake and Jeremy, like it's all been about, you know, evaluation and development with a lot of these guys and figuring out who is what to this roster. And Julian is just kind of, one of those guys that near the end of the roster, a lot like Bassey when he first came on, is there something there? And they're trying to figure that out. But he has played admirably in his mm-hmm. time, especially over the last 10 games, averaging almost 10 points a game. So it's not like it's been a complete, you know, this is a guy that belongs in the G League. Well, he's done some things that have at least caught your attention yeah. at six seven. 
I think the one thing that's caught everybody's attention, his ability to shoot. He, this guy can get hot. I mean, quick and can knock down the three shot, which is very important for the Spurs and just to be just surviving in the NBA. I mean, now big's got to hit those threes just to stay on a roster. He can do that. He's like instant offense. His defense is suspect, but then again, yeah. the NBA, does they even play defense nowadays? I mean, look at the scores this season. I mean, dropping 50 points a game for a player is, is like the norm now. So I think that's his biggest commodity he can bring in this rebuild is Julian's ability to shoot shoot the outside shot, James. Yeah, I mean, over the last 10 games, he's been shooting nearly 38%, 37.8 from behind the arc. So, I mean, there is something there with that and the ability to stretch the floor. Maybe he can be a specialized player, but if you're going to be specialized like, like that with, you know, being that guy, defense would certainly go a long way helping you find a spot on this roster, kind of the way Bruce Bowen did back in the day. He was yeah. a defender that, that had a three-point shot. That was kind of his calling card, and that's what his role was on the team. And I know we're going to get into it, but that's what got his jersey into the rafters, mm-hmm. you know, is being that specialized player. So I do think that the defense is something, if you're going to be that kind of player, that's going to need to come with it if, if you're Julian. I look at Julian, and my first thought is, here we go again, another Gary Neal, another Bryn yeah. Forbes, another Jaron Jackson, you know, that that type of player. We've seen this before, James. One. Yes, <laughs> but a taller one. But we've seen this before. You know, shooter comes in, you know, wows for a while, and then they're gone, and you never hear from them again. I hope that doesn't happen to Julian, but that's kind of like my vibe here. Is I feel that hey look if you can look if Popovich is still coaching and the and he's still here, they're gonna and if he and Julian stays on they're gonna squeeze every bit of him uh, they mm-hmm. can, you know. But you know I hope he doesn't go that way. But how much would he impact this roster, Julian? That is, if they win the lottery and get Wimby, I think that would help tremendously. I mean. Getting a Wimby, like that's a win regardless of whether he's on the roster or not. But, you know, they're having help defense helps a player. But in a player like Julian's, where you are an end of the roster guy on a bunch of different rosters, like this, the Spurs in this first stop of being a G League slash end of the roster guy. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to be that guy and you're going to make a niche for yourself on an NBA team, you better be better at than just one thing. You've got to mm-hmm. be extremely good at two things. That was Bruce Bowen. He was a great, he was really good at, at, you know, that corner three and playing defense. Well, Julian, if you can shoot threes, that's great. That's one thing. I need a second thing out of you because that's what's going to keep you on an NBA roster. And that's, that's kind of the difference between, you know, those consistent contributors at the end of the bench versus guys that can't help but bounce between the G League and NBA. Like, there's, the difference in them is one thing versus two things. So you've got to hone your craft on one thing, become really good at it, and – develop a counter to that something else, whether that something else is playing defense or being mm-hmm. a great 
passer. Right. Or, there's got to be something that you can do that will allow a team to basically say, okay, you are worth whatever this liability may be, right? Mm -hmm. He is James Pledger with San Antonio Sports Star. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at I am Pledger. When we get back, we're going to continue our chat about Julian. I'm going to ask uh, Pledger a big question. If Julian stays or he's elsewhere next season, right here on Lockdown Spurs. Hey, for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to find needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right from the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage, look for the green check to know if your part will fit, and guess what? If it doesn't, you get your money back. Just because uh, life is just like sports, confidence is the name of the game. So when you shop on eBay Motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And I also want to talk to you about our newest sponsor right here on Lockdown Spurs straight from the Alamo City, San Antonio itself. Did you stay up late night watching that end of the Spurs Suns game? You need a pick me up? Then you look no further than Mud Slingers Drive Through Coffee. Mud Slingers is locally owned, independent coffee shop, and they're proud to make delicious coffee for our community. They do it fast and friendly, so you can get on with your day. Whether you're in the mood for a latte, cold brew, or James, get ready for this one, pleasure. Red Bull infused lightning bolt. How about that? That sounds that sounds pretty intense. They have the drinks for every taste. They also have a wide selection of dairy alternatives, low-calorie options, even caffeine-free drinks for those who want to take it easy. Swing by Must Slingers Drive-Thru Coffee right now for that tasty, convenient caffeine fix. Located at 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive near 281 and 1604. They're open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Again, 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive near 281 and 1604. Life is too short for bland coffee. Let's bring them back. He is James Pledger with San Antonio Sports Star. Follow him on Twitter at I am Pledger. We're talking about Julian Champagne, if he's going to be here or not. And that, that's what we're going to lead off with, James. Is I think the Spurs will keep him around. It's just a matter of wearing he's wearing a Austin Spurs jersey or a San Antonio Spurs jersey. James, I'm going to go out there. I, I think he's probably Austin bound again. Uh, you know, I I can see him being here because the Spurs – majority of draft equity that they're going to have is in future years. The Spurs just kind of have their own picks this upcoming season, mm -hmm. which is fine. Uh, so there is a chance I could see him on the roster pretty easily this coming year, mm -hmm. but there also is a chance that I cannot because right. I, I can totally see them once you get a Victor Wembanyama into the building, immediately trying to surround him with, you know, veteran leaders, you know, players yeah. that have been there, done that, as you're trying to now fast forward this rebuild to where you've got leaders in the building that can kind of teach and show you the NBA way instead of going full youth like the Rockets. That's kind of been part of their downfall is the fact that they are so young that there is no veteran leadership to kind of guide the youth along. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And 
you know, wouldn't be surprised too if they, you know, the two way contract is there. You know, he's back and forth. You know, spending time in Austin, mm-hmm. spending time in just going through that path. It's no no uh, knock on him from Dejon Timur to Derek White to Pobon. Every spur has done this uh, path before. So, yeah, I like the kid. I mean, 26 points, as you mentioned, in that previous outing versus the Kings. I think that was like a, a two-way NBA guy record. Like, there's been the most points ever scored by a two-way player. So, kudos on him. And, uh, you know, he has NBA experience playing with the 76ers. So, that's good. Now he has experience with the Spurs. Mm-hmm. So, you, you definitely like what you have there. I think he's just... I think everything just depends on this draft, James. If they get the Wemby, that changes everything. This roster is completely different. Yeah, if they, Wemby's if they, the yeah. wild card because mm-hmm. you, if you get him, I do believe that presses fast forward on your rebuild and they're going to have cap space. So I do believe that they will be looking to add talent around Wemby because they're not looking to go – while they will be young and they will keep their guys like Malachi and, and probably Trey and uh, Sohan and all of them, Kevin or mm-hmm. Keldon, Devin, like those guys are the young guys. Those guys are the nucleus. You're adding Wimby to that, but you're going to want to add people that know what the playoffs are like. You, you need more than just, mm-hmm. let's say, Doug McDermott on this roster to help mm-hmm. kind of foster a championship culture in a sense because, let's face it, Doug McDermott's not like he has a ton of playoff experience in his own right. right. So they're yeah. going to want to bring in players that will fit and fill that void that is currently on this roster. I tell you this much though, if the Spurs don't get Wimby and if and they get Scoot, I mean I don't think Julian would be here. He's definitely in Austin. You know, because yeah, the, same. The, the bulk, like yeah, the top exactly. two. Like if yeah. you get either one of the two generational top talents, the guys that you know, one bullet point, two bullet point, that's mm-hmm. the order they're going, and after that it's kind of up in the air. Like if you're getting one of those two guys, I see the Spurs going heavy fast forward and trying to bring in culture guys to to help rebuild this thing and mm-hmm. while youth will be at the forefront there will be some veteranness behind that youth to help bring them along yeah yeah you saw that with the Suns. remember when that at one point they were super young with with uh, booker and ayton mm-hmm. and uh, the couple of the guys they shipped out for uh, kevin durant Cam and then Jordan they brought in or Cam yeah, johnson yeah then they brought in cp3 changed everything for them so mm-hmm. you can see kind of path for the Spurs as well. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think uh, Julian definitely has an NBA career. It's just a matter of it's still in San Antonio at the end of the season. But he's putting his best foot forward. He's knocking down those three shots. He's knocking down the outside shot. He's getting points up. Points are a premium in today's NBA. Uh, if he could just tighten up that defense, you know, the Spurs could possibly have another gem on their hands whether he's in Austin or San Antonio. He is James Pledger with San Antonio Sports Star. Follow him on Twitter at Pledger. And uh, when we get back, it's time to tip our cap to LMA. LaMarcus Aldridge has announced his retirement. Uh, we're going to look back at his days as a Spur and ask a question that Spurs fans have been asking on social media is whether his Spurs jersey should be retired. I think we know what James is going to say already. We already know it, so he's probably going to come out of like a cannon out of the break right here on lockdown Spurs. But I want to talk to you about FanDuel. Look, the playoffs are almost here. Now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. 
New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to threes drained. You can even include core uh, you know, you know, bets that you want to make, like the money lines we mentioned, the spread, or player props, like player points, rebounds, assists, even exclusive bets, like two times three, two three-pointers scored in the first three minutes. Yeah, you can have a lot of fun with the FanDuel. FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a bigger chance at a payout, and that being a bigger payout with same-game parlay. Don't miss your chance to get your first sweat, your no-sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash on. That's FanDuel.com slash lockdown to learn more and make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Autobots, roll out. We're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with James Pledger. He is with San Antonio Sports Star, co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover, and the 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 the, the only guy I know who can drive and podcast, pace and podcast, work and podcast. How do you do it, James? Um, there was something broken in me a long time ago to where my attention goes in a bunch of different directions at once. And I've just found a way to capitalize off that. <laughs> it's working. It's working. It's definitely working. Uh, I turn my deficiency into a strength. <laughs> exactly. Uh, time to uh, just give a little, uh, salute shout out to LMA Lamarcus Aldridge. He uh, recently announced he's retiring from basketball again. And, yep. Again. Yep. And, <laughs> Uh, he spent some time in San Antonio, you know, will mm-hmm. go down as of now as the great is the best free agent pickup the Spurs have ever made. Big name that is. And uh, he chose San Antonio, mm. you know, so kudos to him, did his best to get the Spurs into a deep playoff run, almost did it a couple times, but nevertheless, he was supposedly the next after Tim Duncan, the next big. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't really shape out that way. But you look back at his his Spurs career, it started off rocky because, remember, he wanted out pretty fast. Yeah, he wanted out pretty fast. But you talk about LaMarcus Aldridge, and the first thing that comes to mind, like I always think about this. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about somebody? Because there's been this debate on Sports Star about whether Powell is a spur. Like, yeah, he's a spur, but he's mm-hmm. a Laker. You know, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of Pau Gasol? It's a Laker. He has jersey retired there uh, yeah. a couple of weeks before he was announced. Like, he is a Laker who spent time as a spur. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of LaMarcus Aldridge? Yeah, Portland. There, there are two things yeah. that come to mind. It is Portland, and he chose us. And I don't think he's given enough respect for that. He is the first big-ticket free agent that chose San Antonio. Now it was Rocky early and he wanted out and there was this division between his team, Kawhi's team, what direction yeah. was this team going, et cetera, et cetera. But I will say this, if not for a poorly placed Zaza uh, foot, the Marcus might have a title in San Antonio. Yep. He might've because yeah. that team was playing extremely well. If you remember during that season, at one point they were undefeated at home and mm-hmm. there was talk about whether they should try for the undefeated home record or not. Um, they were playing extremely well. They had Golden State, who was the eventual champion, on the ropes early. And then everything changed mm-hmm. with one step on the court. Yep. And 
it sucks because maybe Lamarcus's time here is remembered different, differently if they win that title. I don't know if things change with Kawhi or not. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But in terms of just the feeling around LaMarcus Aldridge, because it is very polarizing. There is the, you know, he never lived up to what he was supposed to be here. He was supposed to be the bridge past Duncan, yada, yada, yada. And then there's the, my crowd, you know, he chose us. He's the biggest name free agent we ever had. Like, I appreciate everything he did here. So there's a, a differing divulging group, but as far as his jersey being, it already is. 12's up there, man. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah 12's pretty <laughs> up there. Yeah, he was just borrowing it from Bruce, and Bruce uh, told him it's okay. But when I look back at LMA's time, I think of a lot of the great moments. Remember his 50-plus uh, outing against mm-hmm. – uh, it was in San Antonio. They they dumped water on him during his interview. He, you know, uh, his playoff performances. You know, I mean, he was just willing the team sometimes in the playoffs versus OKC. Uh, the best one where he was just on – and mm-hmm. it just felt like bad timing with him. He could, ha- you're right. He, I think he could have won a title in that uh, that last season with Kawhi, fully, well, healthy Kawhi mm-hmm. against the Warriors. But it just seems like everything was a miss. He came in at the tail end of the the Big Three era. You know, he had a lot of expectations on him. You know, because you're following Tim Duncan, I and mean, that's just tough to do. Um, then you got the Kawhi mess. You, you know, mm-hmm. Kawhi gets injured. You know, and then. Even before Kawhi became Kawhi, you know, really was taking the mantle. You know, it was all LMA. Did he really have help, though? Was there really any help around him? It always felt like he was just, you know, Kawhi wasn't there yet. He was he was good, but he wasn't a Kawhi Leonard as we know now. It wasn't until well, that he break was. It. Like, Kawhi, yeah. was, Kawhi was Kawhi yeah. in those final few seasons. Like, I, I, I assert the Kawhi that we all know, the Max Guy Kawhi, as I like to call him. Mm-hmm. After that series against the Heat, Kawhi kind of announced himself. Mm-hmm. That's when we knew he's the next, mm-hmm. and he was becoming the next. And it, every year he was better and better and better, and he was getting in on MVP and All NBA discussions already. So I I don't buy into the fact that you know he wasn't Kawhi. yes he was Kawhi was Kawhi as soon as that that title happened in 14 mm-hmm. like he was that good he was a game changer he was an mvp at that point he was a max guy like the mm-hmm. spurs maxed him out <laughs> yeah. after that so it, i i don't put stock in the well he he didn't become the quiet because really since he's left Kawhi hadn't been Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Like we we saw the best of Kawhi in San Antonio. If we really want to be honest about ourselves, except for that brief half a season in Toronto right. where he willed the Raptors to a title. Do you do you think that also was just again part of the bad timing with LME because he comes in thinking that he's the next the next guy in, in San Antonio, and then there's this guy Kawhi Leonard. He's emerging. So no, because fast. I think it was always supposed to be a a one and one a with those two. Like okay. we know how the NBA works. We had the big three. There were three guys. Like uh, everything was about having three at that point in time. And at that point, you did have Kawhi, who was you know on the verge of being an MVP. You had uh, 
a perennial all-star in LaMarcus Aldridge and the biggest free agent we had ever had at that point. And you still had a very advanced age, Tim Duncan, who was on the verge of retirement, but hadn't mm-hmm. yet. Right. Right. He was going to be kind of the bridge between LaMarcus and Tim and Tim was going to walk away in the middle of that. And you still had uh Manu advanced age, but Manu is Manu. So right. It's one of those things where I do see, you know, he did have the talent around him for a shining moment. Yeah, and look, uh, his final season in San Antonio, it was in a mutual agreement. I still think the Spurs messed up. They should have traded him to get something. Um, But that didn't go that way. They bought him out. He goes to Brooklyn. And then, by the way, everybody, this is not his first retirement. This is his second. So, but (laughs) nevertheless... Uh, you know, again, he had those uh, those health scares during his time in San Antonio, kept him out of uh, several games. And but you always looked at him and the a, a good professional. He made waves a little bit at the beginning of his NBA uh, time in San Antonio, but after that was you know calm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, where does he rank now among in, uh, Spurs bigs? Is he bigs? top five? Yeah, among the bigs, is he top five, top ten? Among bigs, yeah, I mean. It's it's Tim, it's David, David. and he's right there. He's yeah. next, probably. If mm-hmm. you're talking about Spurs bigs, yeah. Um, there, there. It's not like there's a lot of, of big ones, and so you know you can argue he's in the top ten of Spurs talent all time. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be interesting how he. Um... He'll be remembered, you know. Obviously, he's going to be remembered, obviously, for his time as a Blazer. That that's yeah. a given. Yeah, that's where he, you know. But he, made he should name. be remembered for what he did in San Antonio because exactly. he he kept this from being where became we are an all-star. right now. Yeah. <laughs> he became an All Star in San Antonio, so he kept this franchise relevant for uh, a handful of years while he was here. Yeah, and kept them at least in the conversation, keeping that playoff streak alive to where they could get to that record. Mm-hmm. So, congratulations to Lamarcus Aldridge. You know, good good memories in San Antonio, and uh, hopefully um, he takes care of himself. They know he has those health issues, James. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, look, you know, many many greats don't exit out. You know, with the with, well, they exit out without a title. So, mm-hmm. you think he's Hall of Fame bound though? Oh yeah, Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yes, uh, okay. whether Spurs jersey in the rafters. Probably not. Like no, I could see it in not, Portland. Yeah. I can't see it here. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I've been well documented as saying that I think there are too many jerseys up there as it is right now. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with you. I think there's too many up there. A few of those have to come down. But no, unfortunately, I don't think LMA's jersey will get retired at the AT&T. Uh, but nevertheless, um, I mean, thanks. do you put a hyphen on the one that's up there? Do you like how, how would you do that? <laughs> Because you don't put two twelves, do you? Which yeah, is why I've always been a proponent of Ring of Honors, not Jersey retirements. Yeah, I can see like, that. Put a guy's yeah. name around the facade of of the interior and create a Ring of Honor. Because Jersey retirements, like there are so few jerseys, and if you ever become something as great as, like, say, the Lakers or the Celtics, like you start running out of numbers. The mm-hmm. Yankees. Like the, these are teams that can't do that. <laughs> yeah. So exactly, I've always yeah. been more of a proponent of, you know, this jersey 
is reserved, like 88 in the Dallas Cowboys. You better be a damn good wide receiver to wear 88, mm-hmm. right? Wear that, yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Um, th- those are, like, very sparingly given out, but their names are in a ring of honor around the sta- interior of the stadium, and I believe that is the best way to actually honor players to where you're not worried about things like what we have with LaMarcus where you get a, a guy that wears 12 and he's a huge name. And then you've got mm-hmm. a guy in the rafters, which should he be? I don't know. Ring of honor would be great in that instance. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that. You know, the Cowboys, you mentioned they do that. And I don't, I can't think of an NBA team that does that now. Can you, I don't think I an can't. NBA team. I want to say think feet? Jordan and allow his 23 to come down out of the heat's rafters. No. <laughs> No, not at all. Not at all. Because not that's another all. funny thing is when you see yeah. like Miami who retired Michael Jordan's number who never played for them. <laughs> he is James Pledger with San Antonio Sports Star. Follow him on Twitter at I am Pledger. Uh, we need you to brag about the star. What you got cooking over there? Oh, you know, we got it all cooking. Uh, it starts early with R&R from 6 to 10. And then, of course, Jimenez and Spence. We get you going with me producing from noon to three. And then, of course, the Blitz with Jason Minix and Joe Ryan Eagle with me producing as well. We'll take you home from three to seven. And after that, you know, usually baseball games, we've had the NCAA tournament on. The Rangers are kicking up. Uh, you know, we've got NFL football throughout the year. Um, everything you want uh, from a play-by-play perspective. And, of course, on the weekends, it's mm-hmm. me, Jack Thompson, Katie Goodman, on the Saturday morning hangover, Saturday mornings, 9 to 11. It, am I reading this correctly? Is Ryan Engel not on board with Wimby? I see a lot of his tweets. He seems to throw a little shade at him a lot. He does, but I think it's more because he just hates the idea of tanking for an unknown quantity more so than anything like it, he can't wrap his brain around that. And there are a bunch of people like Joe Ryan Engel that can't do this. But if you're starting a business and the government's offering you a $20,000 starter loan at a fixed yeah. low interest rate, would you not take that? You take because it, it right gives your away. business the, the best chance to succeed. Absolutely. So why, Just, why would you not yeah. take the 14% odds to get one of the most generational possible talents yeah. coming out since LeBron James and before that, Tim Duncan? Like, Did you, why wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give yourself a chance. A chance, yeah. And, and, and even if you don't get the big prize, you're still going to get a really good prize following yeah, It's him. not a guarantee, yeah. but is it, yeah. it's put yourself in the best possible position for success moving forward. And Which did is you, did all you, you can ask for. And did you see that report from Draft Express that uh, an anonymous GM, NBA GM, said that they wished that they would have tanked? If they said they flat out at this point, they wish they were tanked to get set themselves I in position. There are teams yeah. that uh, aren't in the plan that are in the playoffs but don't have a chance of winning that wish they would have tanked. Yeah. <laughs> He's that like good. He well, is that big. Like, we are paying yeah. attention to French basketball right now. The NBA is playing his games on 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 league pass yes. and whatnot. Can you imagine yeah. what that would do 
for a market like San Antonio to have oh, someone with that kind of cachet to where it'll be a, you it'll will, be immediate. Like, you yeah. know how we haven't had nationally televised games over the past three, four years, and we always complained about the lack of national televised games when we had the big three playing at their best? You yeah, wouldn't have dumb. that issue with Victor yeah. Wimbanyama because people are dying to see more of him. Yeah. It's, he's the grand prize, and of course the star and lockdown Spurs will have it covered for you should the Spurs win that day. Still a few months away, but nevertheless, we'll have it here for you. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. Second listen, check out Lockdown Game to Game. Every result, every recap, everything you need to know about the NBA. Lockdown Game to Game available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, just like Lockdown Spurs, YouTube, Odyssey app, iTunes, and the Ken's Five Plus app. He is James Pledger, hard at work. We got to let him go. He has producing <laughs> to do. So for James Pledger, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put on a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.